<laughs> yeah, it's Redneck on PKA number 69. Boobies, boobies, boobies. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was like an old motorboat. You guys were supposed to say boobies with me, you bastards. You left me out there. You supposed to say boobies. I know, we were, but like, I wanted to put Woody on the spot and make him feel like a perv because it was all funny. I hate you all. <laughs> so what better than have a PKA 69 to start off with a fucking myth, you know, American mythology? Let's do Boobs? It. If you still think at your age that boobies are a myth, <laughs> I'm sorry, sweetheart. I really am sorry. Oh, look at I got two of my own. I can play with them in the shower. Yeah. Get on my level, kitty. I got boobies. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have Sarah Palin boobies. Oh god. <laughs> I don't know which is worse, Sarah Palin boobs or Wings boobs. All right. I, I, I seen this last I'm night. Saying... I never even heard of this mess. Apparently, there's a rumor that Fort Knox has no gold. What do you guys think about that? I believe it. I don't. Because I, I've, I, I've seen, not like, online I've met people who work there and, you know, who've, like, done, like, move the gold all the time. You know? Because I... I, I asked. All, all I've seen was that you, you ever see that show decoded on the uh, on the uh, fucking History Channel? Uh, no, no. It's, it's basically the show that they have this group of panelists. They try to decode these myths, such as like the Capital Cornerstone, you know, D.P. Cooper, and you know, this one was what they covered the other night, Gold in the Fort Knox, and they start talking to these lawyers and all these you know figureheads and these conspiracy theorists, talking about how they spent all the gold. And now they don't. They want to try to cover it up, basically, because it would drop the American dollar to the point of like the peso or the franc. I bet there's gold there. I, I just I, think it would get out. And then there, people... there might be some, but there's not nowhere near the amount that we're led to believe. I there's believe people that. working there. I just I don't believe it. Don't believe it. I thought the, well, the people working there is paid by me and you tax dollars. I've yeah. never seen. I've never seen Fort Knox pass like pictures of the outside of it, so I can't tell you. If it's true or not, hmm. But like, like that thing said is like nobody's actually seen the inside of the vault since 1974. Like outside of other than like people that work in the infrastructure. Oh, can I interrupt yeah. you for just a second? Uh, tonight's yeah. guests are Paintball Kitty and Redneck. I always forget to do that, so uh, yeah, that's who we have on the show. <laughs> yeah, people have a good point though. Kyle could pretty much put his gold vault up for. Uh, Right. That's where the gold went. McDuck's <laughs> McDuck's vault. Yeah. And he keeps yeah. his in coins instead of giant bars. Yeah, he likes to count them, I've heard. <clears throat> yeah. Every time he tweets, he's got a new watch, man. That that the guy's rolling deep, but he likes those watches with the big old uh I don't even I don't know, the big face. faces, yeah. I was looking at a watch today because I I been I kicked up running again. I started running, the weather's cooler, I like running in the cold. And uh and I was like, I don't know. These just all look so not very manly compared to Kyle's. I'm a, dude, speaking of watch, my, my girlfriend got a tattoo when I was first meeting her. She was getting a leg tattoo. And this guy comes in. You know the guy. The guy that wants to think he has money. You like to call, I don't know what you, what do you guys call them? Weekend money millionaires or something else? All right. Kind of Fake ass. Yeah, you know, the kind of guy that'll spend his whole fucking like IGA or McDonald's check for one good weekend. 
He had this watch that would look like diamond face on it and like it had like spinning things on it. And he goes, I want a tattoo. And I'm like, man, this guy must be loaded. Look at that watch. And the man goes, like, all right, this is going to be $50 after he picks his tattoo out. And he's like, man, $50. I'm going to have to pass. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah, right. thing is, I went to Walmart that night and seen that same exact watch at the fucking counter. It's like fake yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, my dog ass. just walked in and opened the door, took a look at the show and left. And everyone in the stream is going, there he is again. There's my dog. <laughs> he's wagging his the tail. Dog, the, the dog is like, I wonder if my master's okay. Holy shit. Holy <laughs> screaming. Other than fucking jewelry, is there a reason to wear watches anymore? I actually got a new watch the other day. I wear mine every so often. I like. I want to buy a watch, but at the same effect, like I have a cell phone I keep in my pocket. Yeah, I have no need for it. So I started. I was like, I need a watch to time how long I run. I'm curious, you know, how long am I going? And uh, um, so I look at it. They're like thirty five dollars. And then I go like next level. Like, oh look, well this watch is a little nicer. It's fifty dollars. And then it's like, well this one has a built in GPS and it's two hundred dollars. And then it was like, I'm gonna keep my money in my pocket. Yeah. You know, this app is a dollar and a half on the on the iPhone. That's a good yeah. point too. It has for, a GPS in it. Maybe I should just do that. For for mine and my wife's anniversary one year, she bought me one of those nice. Uh, I think it's I forgot who makes the watch, but it don't take no battery. You know what I'm saying? It just Automatic runs. Automatic watch. Do you yeah. like those? Yeah. They, they call them perpetual watches, right? Perpetual, yeah. 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 I love mine. Automatic. It is so you got awesome. some money for a perpetual watch. They don't, don't you? call it automatic, yeah. Kitty. You made that shit up. It, no, seriously. It was, go to a watch who ever heard of an automatic them. watch? That's what they call them. It's your American dumbass site. It's you called a perpetual, perpetual jackass. It's with the Seriously, don't go to an American watch site. That's what we call them perpetual in England, but in America, you tend to call them fucking automatic watches. <laughs> Talking about those watches that like wind themselves off the yeah, right changes in temperature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah See, I was translating sun. for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Automatic self-winding watch, mechanical whose mainspring is wound automatically by the national or the national the natural motion of the wearer's arm, providing energy. I don't Eat know. it, Woody. You read that in a creepy accent. Lick, I don't believe shit. Lick it, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> sounded sounded pretty uh, British to I'll me. I'll try to post a picture of my watch on, on Twitter here in a moment. What was that one? <laughs> I thought perpetual motion clocks were supposed to be like these super expensive things. Nah. This this pocket, I mean pocket watch, this watch was about five ninety five. I think. I mean, that ain't, that ain't oh. too bad. You know, that ain't no gangster money. Five hundred ninety-five bucks, but you know it's it's fucking sharp. Uh, Five hundred ninety-five, they ain't nothing to laugh at. I think no. twice about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you ever see? You ever see that one thing where they're actually trying to get perpetual motion to a, to a T, where they have that that thing that will that little ball that will roll around on its own energy and has been doing it for like fifteen years? Or am uh, I? Uh... They got this device that's, that is so perfectly designed that the ball moves on its own energy around a circle. And it's been doing it for years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hang on. I read that shit somewhere. Hang on. Isn't that just Kimmy J in a straight jacket rolling around the edges of his cell? <laughs> With a hole cut out in the, zit in the front of him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stream's I'm trying got- to find it. I don't mean to ruin the the podcast, at least the version that people listen to in cars, but the stream's just loving my damn dogs. They're, they're yeah. like, they keep getting camera time. The big one's sleeping right behind me, but you can't see him. 
wake him up. If that, I try, no, he's that, not interested. He he, he doesn't wake easily. If that was Wayne's, if that was Wayne's house, if that was Wayne's house, behind him there'd be a dog humping another dog, be like er er er. Oh man, my last dog, Dakota, he's dead now. I, I should you know be nice to him, but man, like I have never seen a dog enjoy getting his temperature taken quite like Dakota did. Like <laughs> <laughs> his tail would wag, he'd look up with this big happy face, and it's like, come on, Dakota, pretend you don't like it. You're embarrassing all of us. But he he was down. You put a thermometer in that guy, and and it's a happy dog. <laughs> you know, my my dog etiquette's down, but don't they put him in the in the poop shoop? Yes. Yeah, they do. That's that's how they take a dog's temperature. <laughs> that's how my wife takes my temperature. Well, they're torn. All right, I got okay, a topic. <laughs> this yeah, happened a a couple weeks ago. You guys ready for this? So let me read the story to you. Um, we read in horror that today the story of Mark Bradford, a 46-year-old jobless father of three from Devon in the UK. Uh, after being killed and then taunted by a 13-year-old opponent in Call of Duty Black Ops, oh, yeah. Bedford tracked down his teenage opponent in real life and proceeded to mercilessly choke him. The attack was luckily thwarted by the team's mother, and Bladford later admitted to one count of assault. The grim story simply excuses inexcusable a grown man attacking a child like this turns our stomachs and it should turn the stomach of any responsible caring human that's the end of the post on a matter in no way it continues after the break after the break okay they're gone <laughs> and then he goes on to say um listen to this quote from him i've been playing the whole day and he was baiting me and baiting me and just would not shut up he went on and on and i lost it Ever felt the same way about some wretched homophobic kid who had nothing better to do than play video games, eat barbecue potato chips, and taunt employed people? Yeah, so has everybody. But only Mark Bradford had the sheer will and determination to find this punk's address, get in the car, and pour that asshole a refreshing Coca-Cola. <laughs> we hope shithead kids tell stories in hushed whispers about Mark Bragford. No, no. He came from my friend Danny. He teabagged him like 40 times, and 30 minutes later, an 8-foot-tall guy in a trench coat shows up and made him eat 40 literal teabags at gunpoint. It's true. I'm with this guy. I salute you, Mark Bradford, for your choking of your 13-year-old fans. <laughs> Get some done, baby. Yeah, I, 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 I'm still stuck at he got thwarted by the fucking kid's mother. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she just uh, <laughs> appealed to his sense. But yeah, this guy, you know, he's playing the game. Some 13-year-old's poning him. And, and it's all right to be good at a game. I don't have a problem with people who are good at a game. It's when you're good at a game and you're a dick about it. F you, man. Go ahead. Get some. Get your Coca-Cola on. Serve it up big. <laughs> Take that 13-year-old. I think that should be every... Ass whoop. Every under 15 should have to provide their address. <laughs> right, right. I'd be spending my time on planes an awful lot more than I do. But, you know, <laughs> you know we could have like a, a once a week FPS rusher. Uh, Redneck, thing. what's your take on this? Was the guy well within his right to uh, to serve up some Coca-Cola to the 13-year-old? Man, here's the thing. You choke any 13-year-old, you're going to jail. <laughs> Whether uh. you're wrong or right. You can't be choking the kid if it's your. It don't matter if it's yours or it ain't yours, man. Uh, what if the kid's really asking for it? In my case, to my a different kid or your kid? No, this is a kid that's on Xbox yeah. Live, a wretched homophobe who's teabagging you. This is you. what I do. I'm mm -hmm. in a great situation. I got a 12 year old who's about five foot ten, 
<laughs> and I'm, I'll get his him to choke his ass, so Dad won't go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm just picturing. I'm just taller than me. Yeah, he's a I, beast. I, I, I can just picture this kid in like one of these fucking like you know little Wayne T-shirts, opening the door, and they're like, <laughs> and then you see him just get kicked into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Right I want to <laughs> You know, like the rumble pads in the Xbox controllers, right? Yeah. I think everyone who logs on under the age of 18 should have a modified one that electric shocks them. So if more than three people in the lobby, like if this kid's like mouthing off, three people is all it takes to vote them to be shocked. Treat them like dogs who don't know their boundaries. Shock the bastard. Yeah, like Woody did that time. <laughs> yeah. That was Woody, like, one thing, I don't know, it was one of his strange things. Again, we're going back to the wigs and... <laughs> yeah, you know, I got a perfect idea for your shot caller. This is completely off subject. Mm-hmm. All right. You got to put one on your wife and one on you, okay? And then you get in the 69 position where both of you have a shot caller on. And and you have control of her caller, and she's got control of yours. And so when it, that way there, if somebody ain't doing what they should, they get zapped. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sound like you're speaking from experience. I know. I don't know where the ticket yeah, right so, <laughs> Oh my god! Because like you know, you if she's doing something really good, you can always just choke her with a shot with a shot collar and just hold her head down. No kidding. <laughs> Sex by redneck doing it wrong or right? I don't know. Uh, as long as it ain't your sister, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're from the south. Come on. Yeah, I know. I'm. <laughs> You have to make fun of yourself first, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? The number one topic people want us to talk about is Steve Jobs. Yeah. Let's do it. I got yeah. a, lot, a lot on this, you know? Yeah, I, I'm curious as to what you have to say, because, you know, like, uh, I will kick Damn it off it. like okay. this. If they're expecting, like, this really respectful, you know, ode to Steve Jobs and his absolute greatness... Welcome to Painkiller Already. You must be new around here. Because <laughs> uh, when I see Steve Jobs, I, I, I'll tell you, I, I have a hard time getting past, like, the actual man, right? The, the guy who was behind it. Like, all right, I'll give you that your computers are kind of shiny and they look like candy and sometimes I want to lick them. Let's put that on the table. They're wonderful. But, but, you know, the actual man, he had a an, illegi- an illegitimate kid, which, yeah, And then uh, he denied owner, like, you know, his parental responsibilities for this kid for ages. They lived in poverty for an awful long time before she finally nailed him with a paternity test to get him to provide. You know, he was a deadbeat dad, and he's a like a multi-billionaire deadbeat dad. What the fuck yeah, is that who, about, who, Steve who Jobs? Supported, who supported slave labor? <laughs> this, yeah. like, you know, granted, the iPhone 4 is pretty cool. You know, the 4S, not the leap I was looking for, but the iPhone 4 was pretty cool. Um... But dude, like I'm not gonna. I'm a better man than Steve Jobs is. I'll lay it out on the table. You know, I don't have illegitimate kids that I'm not taking responsibility for. I don't have any slave labor going on. Yeah, you know, Steve Jobs. I like your products. I'm not impressed with you. Yeah. Who's Who's next? Yeah, he did do amazing things, <laughs> but perhaps was rather questionable in personality. And- I, I can talk about it more on the uh, the cancer side if you want me to. I'll be waiting to that later. What's up, dude? Go ahead. Well, some of you may know uh, my father's 
right now battling the same thing that uh that Steve Jobs died from. And and this week's been crazy because my dad starts his chemo and uh radiation next Monday. But this week, you know, he's hearing news of all these people that are that are dying from pancreatic cancer. You know, Steve Jobs, I mean, the pancreatic cancer is what what basically led him to die. Uh, through that part, and also there was some Nobel Peace Prize winners, I think it was, and one of them died on the uh, medical side of pancreatic cancer. So uh, it's up close and personal with me. The, the the disease is that you know. So I don't know. It seems like the people with pancreatic cancer got their head hang low. Yeah, there, there ain't really <laughs> much hope for any of them. I mean, because usually the time they find it, you're just so far engulfed that it's you know it's but did they find uh, it too earlier with your father? on my dad on my dad they think they have it real early because what they'll do with him he'll do a uh, eight weeks of chemo and radiation and then he'll go in and have what they call a it's called a whipple procedure the so y'all those that want to google it but it's it's a funny name but basically it, it involves going in removing your pancreas and uh, in my dad's case, he has to have his spleen and his pancreas removed and part of his small intestine. Then they rewire all that stuff together and hope the flow is the way it's supposed to be. So there is hope, but most people, though, aren't candidates for the surgery because of their health or how bad far off gone they are. So the people that, that can have the surgery, their percentage of living, you know, upwards four, five, even eight years are a lot higher than those that can't have the surgery. Because uh, the average guy, the average pancreatic cancer person dies within a year. Even those uh, numbers are kind of scary. Like yeah. four years, that's yeah better than within a year. But, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you know. Yeah. It's one of them things. You know, you can't change it. So, But, yeah. you know, if somebody told you, Woody, you could go through all this and have eight more years with your kids, you'd do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we all would. So. Uh, Kitty, thoughts on Steve Jobs? Um, you know, I've never been a huge lover of Apple products. They are shiny. I mean, he did great stuff, like he, Disney, Pixar, all of that lot. You know, it goes beyond Apple. You know, he was Disney's biggest shareholder. A lot of people didn't know that. Um, businessman, he was a fucking god. Mm-hmm. Ethically, not so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's the way that people become successful businessmen. You know, anywhere in the world, you know, they have to throw their ethics out the window. I mean, to speak of professional businessmen, how about those people in Sierra Leone that are hiring the black, the, uh, black workers and then not letting them touch the diamonds at all? They make them go through gloves on the conveyor belt, sifting through dirt. I wonder Damn. if there's a technical reason for that. Like, if, so, I don't know. So they want to fight riots? Like, uh, if they get their hand on, like, one of these diamonds, like, they can find diamonds worth, you know, thirty or $40,000 a piece. And just one of these diamonds gets to the wrong hands, can, you know, these guys will run with it, they'll revolt, they'll fight mm-hmm. you for it, as long as they, so, as long as they can't keep their hands on it. But at the same time, they're paying these guys, like, 20 bucks a week. Do you see that movie, New Jack City? Nope. I remember that. Yeah, there was a movie about, a, like, a, a drug dealer kingpin, and apparently mm-hmm. all the people that, like... Yeah, I, I guess they take in the show anyway these big mounts of cocaine and put them into smaller bags, you know, divvy them up into like more saleable portions, and uh, they made them all do it naked so that they couldn't steal the the coke or crack or whatever it is they were selling. 
you could still slip one up your bum if you wanted it bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a really big one, you can have your friend push it in there for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, don't represent you know, I just feel that everything that could go sexual should. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, have a, I have a new story. You guys want to hear this one? Go for it. All right, so this is in the Philippines. Regaining consciousness, a 10-year-old girl clawed her way out of the ground and pointed her parents to the authorities to the cousin who raped her, knocked her out with a blow to the head, and buried her in a shallow grave, police said Thursday. Inspector Roberto, chief of police in the town of Magpet, said the girl told investigators she was raped and then hit with a hard object on the head and buried alive by her cousin Dennis, 21 years old. Occupants said oh, the girl man. regained consciousness underground and clawed out of the freshly dug grave. She managed to reach home with the help of some neighbors and told her parents about the ordeal. Occupants said the policeman arrested the subject on Monday and that he has been charged. He's still under custody. The girl's father said the daughter was snatched Sunday morning hit with a hard object and brought her in a grassy area near the town oh, I'm sorry in a grassy area near their home before sexually abusing her the subject then buried her in a shallow grave miraculously she regained consciousness woke up crawled out until she reached a house and sought help it's not clear how long the girl had been buried what a story 10 years old sexually assaulted buried alive she comes to underground claws her way out and then uh you know, finds her attacker and, and notifies the authorities. That's God damn. That's pretty badass. Yeah. That, I, I don't know whether I'm just, sh- you know, more disturbed by the fact that she managed to get out or the fact that it was the person who raped was only 21. Hey, wouldn't, wait, well, wouldn't, it, wouldn't the guy, her cousin? Yeah. 21-year-old cousin and a 10-year-old girl. God damn. Oh, my God. You see, I think they should give him a straw to breathe out of and bury him alive for a week. What's the straw for? <laughs> well, you can limit the oxygen, can't you? You wouldn't want him to die. You'd want him to suffer. Yeah. Mm. Let him sit there and think about it, how bad it yeah. must suck. <laughs> Fuck him. And then a week in, you could plug the straw. No, you can piss in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody can piss in the fucking straw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, you just, no, the day one, you just start pissing on the surface. You know, it will seep down. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a slow seat. <laughs> Get some kid with diarrhea to shit down the straw. Oh, yeah. Oh, we went from episode 69 to two girls, one cup or something. <laughs> two girls in a <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, all I'm sitting there thinking about is that fucking horrible movie, Buried. That's such a shit movie. I don't do scary movies. Like, I do Disney. I'm trying to think. Did I see Buried? It had Ryan Reynolds in it. I don't think I saw it. You, well, you're, you're a greater man for it. <laughs> you know what? I didn't completely dislike that movie Skyline. I completely dislike Buried. When I seen the motherfucker had a smartphone with a GPS app and he didn't know where the fuck he was at. <laughs> well, wait, was he buried? Yes. I mean, I, it's, maybe he, he didn't get a signal. He wasn't buried far enough. Because he could call out on it. Hmm. I don't know what he to say. He called out on it the whole fucking movie. No, I'm but, sure I've heard that somewhere else about that movie. I don't watch movies. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. Dude, look here. I'll be like, look here. Here's the latitude. Here's the longitude. Here's the dearest Burger King. Get my ass out the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never seen that movie. 
Well, let's see. Let's see. The first thing that motherfucker does is light a lighter. All right, I'm in a fucking coffin. Let's let's keep a lighter. Short on air. Thirty minutes. And he has a lighter as his light source, I assume, right? Yes. I would use this smartphone (laughs) as a light source because it doesn't burn oxygen. Like I said, the movie is fucking horrible. (laughs) (laughs) He sets a fire in there to fight off a black mamba. Really? (laughs) What was he buried in? I I pictured a coffin. Really? He's in a coffin, and for some reason he's in the middle of Iraq, and an African-born snake finds its way into the coffin. Hmm. Well, let's see. I'm not sure. Do black mambas live in Iraq? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. I don't like everything. Just saying. Well, black mambas are very poisonous snake. I know. La, 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 la. Can't hear you. Yes. Do they live in Georgia? Shut I'm up. looking right here, and the, the range is all in Africa. Yeah, it says here they're on the eastern seaboard of Africa and then Georgia. Woody, <laughs> I'm yeah, Georgia, on, right? you know, I'm flying on Sunday. I can I can mm-hmm. quite swing by your local airport. Have you not seen my gun safe, bitch? You bring it. I've been looking for an excuse. <laughs> I'll blaze you, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm at the range every week looking, just praying that this happens. <laughs> you ready for that? You ready for that disgruntled rolling on the door and the baby trying to get you into a window? Yeah, man. No, I don't want no damn girl statue. Get the fuck out. It's like, <laughs> your wife and tell her I'm coming and, that, you know. You know, I've wanted to meet her. I'll get in the door that way. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Uh, Damn. All right. Uh, Kitty, are you ready for this question? Uh, probably not, but I'll, I'll say yes. All right. Hypothetically, you're happily married. Yeah. Your wife and your mother are drowning. Who do you save? I've been oh, there. my wife. Fuck my mother. Uh, well, I did the one time. <laughs> I'd save my wife. My wife gives me regular sex in that theory. (laughs) Your mother's good for that too. Just so you know. Me, me, and my wife and my mother, my well, my wife's mother, we was out in the ocean and the sandbar had went at like you know went out, so we got caught out. I forgot what you call it. The rip current mm-hmm. yeah. being sucked out to sea, and the waves are just humongous. And they, my mother-in-law's in a tube, like the inside of a round inner tube. My wife's on a float, and I have like a little noodle, those little sp- sponge noodles. <laughs> and we're getting hammered like every time I look up. So her mom's glasses comes off. She says, "Oh, my glasses!" And she reached for them, and she went out of the tube and was sucked underwater. My wife grabbed her arm. I'm like, bitches, you better fucking swim. So I kind of like cornhole my wife with my left hand. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't hand. cornholing your wife something different? Well, you, you know, I had to grab a hold of ass to hold on so I could push her. Uh-huh. And then she could push her mom. I'm not going to like swim with one arm, you know? Okay. Yeah, cornholing yeah. means something yeah. very yeah. different. Cornholing is, yeah. There's a very, yeah. <laughs> I think my thumb might have went up her ass, though. That's what I'm saying. I don't That's know. That's getting on the border. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I had to hold on to something, so I just grabbed the ass. Just grab her like a bowling ball, right? Just like a bowling ball, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, yeah, help me out. There you go. So anyways, I bowling balled her ass. And, uh, <laughs> and, we sw- and we swam like 30 minutes. Oh, I hope his wife doesn't listen to this. <laughs> He's going to get a beating. 
<laughs> oh, epic. <laughs> All right, Wings of Redemption. You're hypothetically happily married. Your wife and your mother are drowning. Which one do you save? Mother. Mother. You know, someone wrote yeah. in the stream that um, you can replace your wife, but you can't replace your mother. Damn straight. There's plenty of fish in the sea. <clears throat> huh. I mean, like, you know, you're talking about, you know, like, kitties answer they can get regular pussy. But, like, look here. If without your mother, you wouldn't get pussy at all because you'd be dead. Well, I mean, in, in this situation, you're already born. Well, obviously, but you gotta you got to hold your priorities right. Your, brother, your mother made you, you know. No, so, I'm still not a drum. I, I'd go wife, right? And, and here's why. Like, if you, shucks, this is not funny, but here's the reason I'd pick my wife. Uh, one, she's younger, right? And it, it seems like if you're gonna, you know, do a save, it's like you're gonna save 40 years, you're gonna save 10, 15, you know, pick. And, yeah. uh, the other thing is, like, you know, what, what would happen to the world if they dropped, right? In my wife's case, like, my son desperately needs her, and my daughter needs her too. And, uh, you know, in my mother's case, if she were to drop, we would all miss her, but, like, I don't know. She, she's done her job. She's accomplished it. I'm, I'm grown up. I'm standing on my own two feet. I'm doing my thing. Uh, my wife still has work to do, so uh, you don't get off that easy, bitch. She's getting saved. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. I, don't I do. outlive uh, your usefulness in Woody World. <laughs> That's right. Mom, you yeah. useless whore. You're going down. Jackie, you come with me. <laughs> uh. That's crazy. Uh. The, the whole stream is watching my dog sleep. They all think he's dead, but he just moved. I don't know if they caught it. But the, the dog just moved. <laughs> They're all looking yeah. at it. They're like, the dog moved. The dog moved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, uh. he's a good dog. I swear, it's a YouTube generation. Just put a yeah. cat or a dog in front of the camera and they'll watch it for hours. <laughs> oh, my. It's my new Twitch TV idea. It's a huge moneymaker. dog in front of, like, Twitch TV and run a commercial. <laughs> yeah. Millions. I actually picked that stray dog up and they, he met the mm. poodle. Mm-hmm. And they said they did, like, a circle for, like, two minutes sn- sniffing each other's ass. I was trying to get the camera. <laughs> that's that's good footage right there. I uh when we got our dog, that dog that people are looking at in the stream, he was um he wasn't a stray but he was a rescue. The the um yeah, the previous owners, he was about a year and a half old, they switched houses and they couldn't keep him inside anymore and he was covered with mange. It was almost lethal. I didn't I didn't even know what mange was. Like I had heard the term mangy mutt and thought it just meant like dirty in some way. It's actually a uh like a type of mite or a bug. That, that burrows into its skin and starts breeding, and it's disgusting, and it's itchy, so the dog was scratching constantly, and it's contagious, so the other dog got it, and my daughter, who had pet rats, the rats got mange, and like my wife, who I don't think got mange, started scratching for like no apparent reason, <laughs> and oh, uh, yeah, she, she had like psychological mange, and uh, we paid, like the dog was free, and we spent at least twelve hundred fifteen hundred dollars trying to stop the damn dog from itching there's two kinds of mange you know what kind of mange our dog had both <laughs> so and it, it had like no fur on it like it, it was so bad it was so bad but uh but he's a happy dog now sleeping on the the carpet over there so damn. yeah <laughs> yeah both of our dogs were, were rescues although one's a purebred but i don't know Oh, somebody told me that if you have a rescue dog, some vets would would neuter him for free for you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
are well the one dog we just got from a person so it, i don't know we didn't get any deals like that but uh the other dog we bought from like a rescue organization it was 150 dollars, and it came with like some training it came with neutering it came with like if you get a puppy puppy like a little one they have all kinds of like startup meds and heartwarming and this and that so so me picking this dog off the road does it count as him being rescued I don't know. You could talk to no, a vet you need about to. it. You tend to go to, um, like, it's what usually when you buy them or get them from a shelter. Yeah. Because the shelter's done a deal with our, uh, a local vet or whatever. Something like that. In our case, the um, the kennel also ran, like, a rescue operation. And uh, that's when we that's where we found the dog, and then that's where we got the deal. So, yeah. But you could call a vet and say, you know, you rescued a dog off the street, and you know, do you offer anything? In... <laughs> I don't know. In North Carolina, they uh, have something called, oh, what the hell is it called? Like Spay or Scuba? I wish I could remember it. I could look it up for you. But um, uh, anyway, they do neutering cheap. They actually have like an RV that rolls around to your town, and they just neuter all freaking day long. And at first, I was like, is this some sort of like discount neutering? Like it, I, if it was a person, I wouldn't go with like discount surgery, like, you know, you know, like, dude, what you need? You, you need a nose job? I do those half price. I hook you up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, then I, I thought about it more. I was like, they do neuters and spay all day long. And, uh, and Buddy, the dog that you guys see on the camera, he had an interesting case. He's got one ball, right? The, we, we picked up a dog. He had one nut. And, uh, Did he so get half price? <laughs> no, it's actually really expensive because <clears throat> the other testicle just never like um, descended. So he had one ball in his little sack there, you know, showing off to the world, and the other one was up in his belly somewhere. So, uh, so yeah, this is a dog, and, and he only looks like you know half a man. So, uh, so yeah, we talked to the the people, and, and we're talking to the vet, and we're like, you know, hey. Do you know what you're doing? Is this cool with you? Like, you know, can you handle a dog with, with just one nut? And they're like, yeah, you know, we, we see that, you know, every couple of months. We can handle it. And then we talk to the organization that does neuters and spays all day long out of an RV. And they're like, oh, yeah, one nut dogs. We do that four times a day. We got you covered. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <coughs> so that's that's what we'll oh do. We'll go with the, uh, the single nut specialists. Talking about um, neutering and stuff, <coughs> did you see the article I tweeted out about Russia's what Russia's doing now with uh, pedophiles or pedophiles, as you call them over here. I didn't see your article, <laughs> but I, I know of it. They're chemically castrating people now, yeah, right? Yeah, they're castrating sex offenders. Anyone who, uh, a sex offense with anyone under the age of 14 will now face chemical castration. No, dude, they should, look, they under should do 14? it like they do cows, bulls, you know what I'm saying? How old is yeah. Rebecca Black now? <laughs> Just, just checking. Right, yeah, ca- Hold like up, let me ask. I think how, how do they do cows? Oh, they they put a band on it. Yeah. Oh, I'm them. up for just two bricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit when it, where it's pedophiles that are concerned. You know the, uh, you know, electric shock them till their genitals don't work. Um, two bricks. Wait, 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 wait. Back up a step. Are you saying don't electrically care. shocking yourself hurts your balls? I need to know more about this. <laughs> he said electrically shock the balls until they Oh, so, I mean, just hypothetically, putting on your neck, that's not going to hurt it's your neck. It's fine. Your All little right. collar fetish is going to affect it. Um, All right. You know, chemical castration, <clears throat> shooting their dick off. I don't give a shit. I think that should be done to all pedophiles. Once yeah, they've I'd... been proven guilty beyond reasonable doubt, because this country's yeah. justice system is occasionally fucked up. Mm. Yeah. Hey, did you guys follow that guy? 
shucks, he might have been in Texas, who um who was recently executed. Georgia. Was it? Yeah, it was Georgia. Yeah, it was Georgia. Georgia. You're right. You're right. Um, so so here's the background of the story. As much as I know, I hope I get all this right. But uh, the guy was uh, he he was convicted of murder, and uh, they had no physical evidence, which means they didn't find the murder weapon. They didn't have DNA. They didn't have like you know cuts or scrapes, or they didn't have his um, you know skin under the victim's fingernails or any of that stuff. There was no physical evidence. But what there was were eight eyewitness testimonies. Yeah, it was Troy Davis. Um, yeah. And most of the eyewitnesses were through their stories. Something like seven of them. Uh, yeah. they, they call it recanting. Yeah. And uh, seven of them came back and, and recanted their story and said, you know what? Uh, I was under duress. The police pressured me into saying this. I no longer think what I said before was true. And uh, and it, like, so seven of the eight people who ID'd him. And by the way, let me recover the, or, uh, you know, cover this again there was no physical evidence it was all based on testimony and the majority of that testimony was recanted but he was already found guilty and they executed him so it, it just came yeah. to so the guy uh, who died was a cop and the guy on trial was a black guy and i believe it was in 1982 or somewhere around there the murder so yeah. things were a little different especially in why Georgia. didn't they give him a retrial 1989 his in it because it was a death of a cop <coughs> but yeah here's what i don't get though I don't see the see the, the the stay of execution went to the Supreme Court. And if all that's true, how in the hell did the Supreme Court not stop that execution? You I know, know there was so much public outcry. How is that even possible to kill somebody, to execute somebody in, in today's time? Dude? I mean, I'm saying I don't get well, it. He'd gone through every appeal, and the thing was that he'd stopped appealing until it was almost too late. Like, that was what they were saying. And I'm like, I don't care. If there's not, if there's reasonable doubt, he should not have been executed. Yeah. I mean, that's how the U.S. law works, right? You have to yeah. be found hey, guilty okay. beyond all reasonable doubt. Well, if there's no evidence and seven of the fucking eight people are recanting their statement, suddenly that's beyond reasonable doubt. That's a lot of fucking doubt. Yeah, you got that right. Yep. You know, I don't know whether the guy did it. But if that many people are recanting their stories and, it, you know, the murder was that long ago, well, shit needs to be redone. I think we need to say it, that some cops deserve it, too. My God, Wings. There are days I think you should just come with a gag locked on you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, oh, man. You know, regardless. Saying, I don't know where y'all live. I live in the fucking dirty south. Really? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. The cops around here are what I like to call some of like Conway's finest. They think the shit doesn't stink. They pick on you just so they can pick on you. And they don't do shit for fucking work. We got crackheads. We got crackheads out here. They go fuck with the crackheads. You know what they're doing? Fucking with the high school kids trying to get them for like a fucking noise violation. Yeah, because less paperwork. Duh. No, it's because there's less chance to get a fucking (laughs) cap blown off. You're there to serve and protect. Go fuck with somebody beating their wife. Go do something like this. Don't fuck around with a kid because he's got a little bit of pipes on his truck. Don't fuck around, you know, you know, trying to get a five-mile-an-hour speed trap. Go do something fucking productive. Go bust those drug motherfuckers over there on Gamecock. I know where they're at. You know where they're at. Why aren't you over there doing something about it? <laughs> I, think I, don't even... I think police are the same as every other job. There's good and there's bad ones. 
and it's not just police. There's a every, whole lot of bad every ones. industry. The police and the police in my neighborhood consist of all the fucking ex jocks and bullies in school that couldn't do anything else. You know, like I I don't want to knock a whole profession, right? I want to agree with Kitty. But it does seem like something about police, you know, they I don't know if the job turns them into that, if the culture sort of, you know, it, it, I'm looking it's for inoculate. Right? You guys have they, quotas over here, right? No, they say there's – well, so I've, I've talked to police about this. There are no quotas. There are no official quotas. However, they are measured on their productivity. So it's not yeah. like they say, Kitty, I need you to hand out 15 speeding tickets a week. But they might say, Kitty, you know, when Wings does that job, he gets 15 a week. Why is it you only get four? And, yeah. you know, they feel obligated to, to do their job, which I guess is, you know, to say something. But it, it does seem – like, Wings is on to something, right? I mean, there – there is something about police who just kind of get bully-like, don't they? You know, yeah. Well, it's a power thing. You put anyone in a position of power. Like, even, uh, let, let's take it down a million strands. Like, you know, forum moderators, YouTube moderators, whatever. You know, anyone who gets a bit of power, I'd honestly say somewhere around 60 to 70% of them are going to go a bit power crazy in one incident or another. It's going to happen. Here's a good because example. It, you guys remember that show Cops? Yeah. yeah. All right. Sure. There's a show called Cops where they got a camera crew following cops around, Kitty. Um, but they, they, this cop goes to this like domestic dispute where this man and woman wanna is trying to throw each other out. Like he owes me fifty dollars. He owes me fifty dollars. And the woman, she's getting a, she's getting a little emotional, so she like grabs the cop by the arm, and he arrests her for fucking physical assault. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate it when. You know, they, uh, I've seen that a lot. Like police, like you you barely touch them or you, you you misunderstand something or, or you're not resisting arrest, but they just claim you did, you know, because whatever, you didn't get your hands behind your back quick enough. Around here, they can arrest you for not saying yes, sir. They, and I've seen it happen. You know, um, did any of you talk, let's talk about, okay, if we're talking about police misjudging things, did any of you see the Occupy Wall Street video? Where oh. You might see the Rodney King video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, let's, it, it's timely, well, right? This, this is a good one. This I've seen was, a few. Uh, yeah, this was women standing on a street corner. They, mm-hmm. Some were chanting, not very much. They weren't doing anything. They weren't being aggressive. The police were holding them back with a fence, and they weren't up against the fence. You know, there was a gap, uh, and they were just chanting. Then suddenly, these women start screaming and fall to the floor, and you see a cop, and he'd mate them. Three yeah. women had been mate. So they weren't to, doing anything aggressive or whatever. And they were in the area. So they were they were standing where the police wanted them to stand. They had this, like, orange yeah. gate that said, you know, it was like a, uh, what is that playpen that little it's kids a, are in? Yeah. It's an it's called Conspiracy to Riot. And, yeah. and they, uh, so they were standing there. They were well-behaved. They were just sort of, I don't know, like, protesting like you're supposed yeah. to. And uh, one of the police you know, just sort of – he walked over there. He started macing him, and he left. There have been other videos, too. Did you see the guy who was excited about using his nightstick? No. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. So uh, this guy has a video camera, and, and there's two police talking. And I guess they don't know they're being filmed or whatever. And uh, the woman is like, you know, you got your nightstick out. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give this baby a workout. At least I hope so. And she's like, have you used it yet? And he's like, yeah, I have. And you could see he was excited. He was like, yeah, I got a chance to kick some protester ass. I hope I get a chance to do it again tonight. And that is crazy talk. You know, it, it, it's yeah. not what you're looking for from a policeman. I mean, your job is not to fucking beat up people. Your job's not to, like, 
stop people from like you know little insignificance to other people. I understand if a neighbor's dog is barking too loud, you have to go there and tell him to you got to shut the dog up. But you don't arrest a motherfucker if you know he's talking with you and he happens to graze your hand. Yeah, you know, no, or I some mean, bullshit yeah. like that. You see, I understand those calls, but that's the kind of calls somebody that's new to the force should get. You know, the, the domestic calls, like, you know, somebody's dog is barking too loud. These kids are playing the stereo too loud. <laughs> you know, yeah. why not have these cops out there fucking worried about people robbing stores? Right if here, I was a cop up all the fucking time. If I was a cop, I'd be trying to pull over the best looking woman I could find. Oh you know what I'm God. saying? No, but the police over here, the thing exactly. is, right, hang fact. on. Hold up. Go on. Shelly, come here. That's what I'm saying. I bet like, oh yo. My God. The problem is with the police over here is you don't, they're not treated with respect, right? Cops over here are paid a really shitty wage, right? <laughs> if you want yeah. your cops to be brilliant and actually whatever, you <coughs> should start paying about... them a decent salary. Don't they start off at like 30 grand? Is Woody deep throating something? He just teabagged his dog. <laughs> oh, my God. We're talking about cops. What, 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 what did that cop do to you that one time? Me? The one, the one that stopped you because you he thought you were hot? Oh, yeah, when I was, like, 19. He stopped her to get her fucking number. You see, that, to me, just is a perk of the job. That's not a perk of the job. That's a waste <laughs> of taxpayer money. Yeah. But then, like I said, I go back to the amount of pay that the cops get over here. You know, you most know, of them it, only earn, like, 30 a year. You know, if, if, if I try to do the police's <clears throat> job, I go to jail. If but he... It, if he, if he, like, if I call the cops and there's nothing here for me to call the cops on, I go to jail or pay a huge fine. But if he pulls somebody over to get their fucking number, he gets off scot free. Yeah. So, Kitty, I am. Um, yeah. I just recently did some like online stalking. I don't know. You guys probably didn't see it, but I did this video about like my racism experience from way back yes. in the day. And uh, I was like, I wonder if this guy's still cop. So I looked him up. I looked up uh, his title and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I can find his salary. Because he's a public official, right? The guy makes about 80 grand a year. So he's a sergeant, yeah, which I yeah. think is to be expected. You know, he's, he's almost 40. And uh, so he's a sergeant now. He's making about $80,000 a year. He's a cop. He never went to college. I'm not thinking he's doing too bad. No. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, your average police that are out there actually doing stuff. I think yeah, I am talking about that guy, right? You know, th this guy's not a high performer. He's not like detective. He's not some captain. He's just, you know, he's been at this job for whatever long enough to turn. I think he's thirty-seven. Actually, he's a little younger than me. And but is uh, it like the sheriff get? Is it the sheriff's department that gets paid more than the police, or the other way around? Uh, yes, sheriffs could, would get paid even more than him. Yeah. So, so this is the the cheaper one, and he's making eighty thousand dollars a year, and he never went to college, and he's a cop. And you know yeah, he's that not like seems abnormally high. I I don't know. It's not I don't really, know. It's not really. You, you know the best job in the world you should do, like if you if you want to say about that, is go to London and drive the tube trains. You don't even need to speak English, and your starting salary is fifty thousand dollars a year. That's what they start you on. Damn. Oh no! I just I've always had I've always hated cops. My first run-in window cop was um, I was like. 16 at the time i just got like my first car mm -hmm. and like my my stepfather at the time had gotten drunk and he was separated with my mother and he came in and tried to like run up the yard he had like this truck with these big mud tires and shit on it and he said just going the yard up and the dirt's going everywhere it goes all in my fucking truck like my windows were down and 
and because he, because he lived there technically, they couldn't do anything about it. Like it's like fucking serious. Look, my truck is fucking trashed. Got dirt all in the interior. He don't own this. It just happens to be on his land. So you can't you can't do nothing about that. The cops are fucking worthless. But the only time you need a cop is is, is to fucking take the dead body away. Motherfuckers <laughs> don't do shit. That's why I invested in guns. My first. By the time cops get here, it's two hours later. My first experience with a cop, and I think I told this story a long, pinkular already long ago, but uh, I just moved to Ocean City, and my friend came over, and, and we kind of knew it was the last time we were going to see each other. It was the end of the summer and, and, and whatever, and uh, it was the last night he was going to be there. And I didn't want to just like go to sleep and have that night go away. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want it to end yet. So instead of going to bed, we snuck out and we went to the arcade to play video games. Yeah, go figure. And uh, so we waited till my parents went to sleep. We climbed down the outside of the house and uh, we, we had a couple rolls of quarters and we did our thing and we played video games until like 4 a.m. So we're on our way home. And uh, there's a police a policeman like driving down the boardwalk. So rather than just like act cool, we decide to like run <laughs> and we, we tear off down the beach and then we hide under the boardwalk. And the thing is only like at this part of the Ocean City, you know, three or four feet off the ground. So we run back deep in there and hide behind like one of these pillars that holds the boardwalk up. And, and he chases us with the police and he's like, I can see you. And I thought maybe he would just bluff in. So like I didn't move. He's like, I can see you. And then uh, he starts describing what I'm wearing. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm totally busted. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we come out and then here's the cool part. The cop was cool about it. He, um, he told my parents that we were respectful, that we probably shouldn't get in any trouble. Uh, he explained to my parents the same thing that I explained to him, which is, you know, that like, we just didn't want to, you know, like we, we didn't want the, the, our time together to end. So we made the most of our last night and, uh, I didn't get any trouble mostly because the cop sort of cleared the way with my parents for me. So that was I've cool. never had, I've never had a run in with the police. The nearest I've got was when I first moved to the States and we were living in Virginia for the first time. Um, you don't and drive I went them, do you, to the Kitty? mall and I got pulled over like just like ma'am would you come to the side because they wanted to know why I wasn't at school that, that's mm. it and I was 20, 22 at the time I think but I've got a baby face I had a run in with the cop one time it, it, this, it, it, the, the one cop hurt my feelings here's the deal we were 15 years old and a friend of mine got a moped, right? We were like total moped nerds driving around. And uh, in New Jersey, it is illegal to put two people on a moped. So uh, so anyway, we're riding around double on the moped, going anywhere we want to go. And uh, the cop busted us, you know, made us like get our parents drive the moped home or whatever. And uh, th- But the one thing he said to me that really stuck, and he's like, yeah, what's your name? And I, I'm Woody. He's like, yeah, we're going to be seeing more of you as you grow up. <laughs> he just sort of eyeballed me, and he's like, "Yeah, you're 15 now. I'll be getting to know you all the way through your teen years." Yeah, see, me, I'd probably pull, I'd punk him. I'd be like, "All right, defacement of character. Can you, you want to continue?" He's 15. Really, at 15 years old, you think you're going to win this this debate with the policeman? I'm talking about now. The last cop that fucked with me, he he wished he never had, because you know you can go to Lowe's and get what you call roofing thumbtacks. That motherfucker didn't have a squad car with a fucking good tire on it for about six months. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I hear the sirens coming. They hear it. Hey, Wayne. 
But they, I'll take these motherfuckers because he lived. He's like one of those asshole cops that was new to the force, and he'd pull over people in his own neighborhood. So I'm like, all right, I'll fix your fucking ass. I threw roofing tax in front of his driveway every time I drove by it. Just had a bag in this console. That's uh, fucked up. All right, I got a new topic. You guys ready? Yep. I'm going to kick this one off to Redneck. Redneck. Ooh. All right, so there are moments in my life that I can think of that kind of had this huge impact on how I turned out. Uh, here, I'll throw out an example. Uh, there was one time I was in college, and uh, um, I, I threw jelly down the steps, right? And they broke. Yeah. I got caught. I got thrown out of the dorms. I ended up doing community service. It ended up leading to me meeting my wife. It ended up me... When I met my wife, <laughs> this is funny, we had so much sex, I ended up getting bad grades and changing colleges and going to night school. And, and that one time that I got caught throwing jelly down the stairs greatly impacted my life. If I had gotten away with that, I don't know who I'd be today, right? You know, so, um, do you have, do you have any of those moments in your life? Like any of these like forks in the road that, uh, that, you know, completely changed who you would have turned out to be. Yes. I I got a, I got a glaring example and you're going to think I'm crazy. Well, that, that's, uh, that's established. (laughs) <laughs> crazy fresh freshman year of high school you know I, I played i was always athletic played sports all the way through so my freshman year in high school i try out make the varsity team right i'm like hell yeah well the starting quarterback was the coach's son i mean which is kind of a common thing you know so we're walking in the hall and all of a sudden the back of my head this fucking goes it feels like he just busted wide open it felt like blood was everywhere well, I turned around, and what happened was they turned their senior class ring around, and like so the the big part is in the palm of your hand, and this little cocksucker slapped me in the back of my head as hard as he could with his class ring, and I immediately just fucking raged and turned around and punched the first face I saw, and I I actually broke the starting quarterback's nose, who I played for on the same team, and his dad was the coach. And from that moment on, that moment on in high school, I never had anybody fuck with me again. So what, what was the damage on the back of your head? I mean, did he re- he slapped you? But did it was it bleeding? No, no, uh, no, no. It wasn't a slap. Think of it as like uh, the hardest slap you could slap somebody, but with a big old bulging class he ring. Him. Yeah, oh. I'm talking about. Yeah, dude, I had like a goose egg on the back of my it, head for like it, a week. Pretty much hit him. Yeah. Pretty much hit him in the back of the head with some brass knuckles. Yeah, that's what it was. And and it hurt like a motherfucker. But you know what? From that point on, they's like, don't fuck with him. That motherfucker is crazy. I, th- so, I think they call it a Donkey Kong or something. Name what Kyle used to call that shit? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Donkey Kong. He Donkey Konged me, and I broke his fucking nose. <laughs> that's badass. Look, check this out. So the first practice like after this happened, I was scared to go to practice because I just knew you know, all these seniors are going to beat my ass in the weight room, right? I just knew as I was having this, and his dad was probably going to help. I was like, fuck. So I skipped practice the first day, and then the next time Pussy. I went, and every, yeah, I know. And every, <laughs> yeah, it's true, dude. I mean, I'm like, one-on-one, I got you, but there's a bunch of upperclassmen, though. I don't know. I'm going to get tape wrapped like a fucking mummy and put upside down in the locker or something. I don't know. So I went the next day, and it was this fucking it was awesome. His dad 
never said a word to me, didn't make me run. I mean, just that, like nothing happened except he was walking around with a broke nose. <laughs> I, think awesome. that, I think that has a lot to do with the being Southern. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's just, but that moment, I think that helped me all through school and even life. Where, always, you know, they always say you play with a dog, he might bite you. You know, that's true. Wings, <laughs> you go next, man. Is there one like pivotal moment in your life that shaped you? Did you think it yeah, shaped you for the better or the worse? Steel mill. All right, fucking, tell me. Fucking working a shitty ass job at a steel mill, working fucking twelve hours a day, working on my days off because they're mandatory, or you lose your fucking job. It made me hate working for the man. So. It kind of molded me into this idea of, like, I got to find a way to get out this motherfucker. And it kind of led me to the life I lead now. And hopefully the life I lead now is going to lead me to somewhere better. Because right now I'm happier now than I've ever been in my entire life. That's good, man. It, it I takes, mean, I think it takes people to have a bad spot in their life. or like a low. When, they, when the person says, you know, this is a low spot in my life, I'm done. I just yeah, you see it like all the time when those motherfuckers go work fucking roofing because roofing's a fucked up job. And then like, yeah, I'm going back to school now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> huh? Kitty, go. Tell us a story. No, I didn't really have one that's not depressing. So Depressing's I think... fine. No, man, I think it's it's uh. Share it. This is PKA, baby. We 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 give our most intimate <laughs> secrets. <laughs> no, to thousands. That's not really... it's not one for PKA, but I think we all have pivotal moments in our life that certainly change the way we think and uh, and what we do. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's true. Like, I mean, I don't believe, like, I'm one of those believers that no situation is ever presented to you that you can't get out of, no matter how shit we feel. Um, but for me, life's pretty short. Like, I, I'm very, very aware. Uh, uh, I, I didn't get it. Reasons. I didn't get to say my... Outcome, like if I would have stayed in that shitty ass job, I'd probably be fucking bad knees by the fucking thirty five, fucking bad back. Probably like my boy Doug. My boy Doug works out there. He still works out there, and right now he's been out of work almost two years because he he fucked up his back on the jackhammer. And it's like now he's at the position where they don't want to fuck with him no more because they they he's racked up like I don't know. 40, 40 or sixty thousand dollars worth of fucking surgery. So to help me translate, they don't want to fuck with him means they don't want to hire him. No, they they they're tired of him always being out of work and messing up their safety record. So mm-hmm. they're they're getting short with him, you know. Like, well, you when you coming back, you got to come back now. And and he's at the point where his doctor's saying you can't do your job. So now he's at the point where he's handing up work. Like, well, I can't do what I was originally hired for. So now he's got to take a pay cut to work in like you know somewhere lower on the totem pole. I don't want to get two things. I did sign a confidentiality clause, but work lower on the totem pole. And now he can't live that way because he was doing what he was told to, you know, jackhammer and fucking shit. And now he has to take less money for it. That sucks. I mean, I don't want to. <clears throat> that could have been my life other than the life I'm leading now where I get to pretty much, you know, wake up when the fuck I want to, you know. Bitches left and right flying you out to Hollywood. Yeah, shit like that. <laughs> but my bitches aren't girls. They're just people that act like bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Your bitches are strays you pick up on the side of the road, and they're literally female dogs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am. Um, yeah, if I were to continue the story that I, that I kicked in as the example, it um, 
So throwing jelly down the steps eventually led me to meeting my wife, which led me to like not doing well in school, which led me to going to night school. And then I went to night school for over a decade. And because of that, I keep, it's like my nature to work a lot. You know, I have a full-time job and then I work at night. I've been doing this forever. When I'm not working, I take on some other hobby or whatever, but I fill up all my time with you know, mostly productivity type stuff. And uh, I wonder who I'd be if I didn't drop that jelly. You know, if I'd just gone okay, to day watch school. Watch your football games, have your fucking, <clears throat> you know, Jets hat on, 400 pounds <laughs> overweight. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets hat so completes the image, screaming. man. screaming. Fuck Mark Sanchez. Oh I don't know. I, I, I know I'm going to alienate a lot of people, but I hate the stereotypical football guy. Like, and my buddy Doug, I want to just talk about that stereotypical football guy. He's got Browns on his fucking car, on the back window of his car. He's got a Browns flag in his man cave. You know, Browns helmets. And I'm like, dude, you can't even play fucking football. Yeah, that's but yeah. my team. Which part of that team do you own again? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, okay, so when I came over here, I didn't know much about American football or whatever the fuck it is. And uh, one of my buddies, J.D. Larson, uh, like, I guess he played football for Ohio State at the time. And I really had no idea about college football. Like, we used to play paintball all the time together. And, you know, I was, talk to, you know, I try and talk to him about seeing how his season's going. I know football's a big deal for him. And I'm like, you know, college football, how many do you get coming to the stadium? And he's like, yeah, you know, I guess we sell about 110 at a time. I'm like, wow, that sounds as underattended as English college, you know, 110. And he's like, thousand. Like, and at that time, I'd just, like, taken, like, a bite of, I think it was, like, a Moe's burrito or something. And I choked. I had no idea how big, like, college football was. You know, it's the guy I play paintball with every week. You know, you know I had no college idea. College football seems like a money racket, too. Like, they, they don't play the players' shit, but it gets just as much TV coverage or more than the NFL down here in the South. Yeah, they get sponsorships and scholarships. Like, they get a wage, don't they? But it's a small wage and sponsorship money. Like, I know the fucking names of the fucking Gamecocks, like, running back and fucking quarterbacks. I don't even know who the fucking Panthers starting quarterback is. That's how much Cam Newton, son. Yeah. The last time I looked at the Panthers, Kerry Collins was their starting quarterback. My God. Cam (laughs) Newton's. It's like I said in my video, I'm about to do Cam Newton. (laughs) <laughs> but you got Garcia starting out for the Gamecocks, and you got Lattimore as the running back, who's probably going to be an NFL guy. Yeah, you see, I don't even know what a running back is. That sounds like someone that would be in a, a all male sauna. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, it, it yeah. sounds like some saying. kind of move that you'd buy in an all male place. Yeah. I'm trying to I'll figure just... out. How a running back translates into an all male sauna. Like I don't know, it just like sounds like some dirty, dirty sex move that would be performed uh, by two guys. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't quite picture it. Can you help me? No. It's <laughs> no, it's episode sixty nine, bitch. Come on. Step your I game up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> See how I'm wondering how many people will edit this so what he's calling Kitty a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> me a bitch like it's a bad thing dude i earned that fucking title. <laughs> that is a well-deserved terminology i mean it in the nicest way <laughs> I, I will gladly wear the term bitch i wear that with pride <laughs> all right yeah. all right it's like shut the fuck up bitch she's like yeah, yeah. uh-huh bring Ain't it pussy. Up, but yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right. so, okay, here's a question. Mm. What is the uh, strangest place you've ever had sex? Oh, easy. <laughs> easy? Man, I've got so many easy. choices. Go ahead. Right. Well, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Woody. I'm oh, still on. thinking. Like, I, I know... I remember <clears throat> there was in my dorm room in the closet one time. They had these, like... Uh, it wasn't like a closet built into the wall. It was like a standalone closet with doors. And for whatever reason, we thought we should get in there one time. Kitchen counter. Actually, we, we've, I don't know, initiated most of the rooms in, in our houses. Um, and, and the furniture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, when you sit down on our couch, you just think about me. Yeah, look here. Let me go ahead and fill this question for you. Right. I'm fat as shit. So there's, it's more like how many positions can you have sex in? And it's like two, <laughs> two. Which two? Her on top and behind. Like what are the two? Her on top and him behind. So you can either do it on the floor or you can do it on the bed. You, not so regular missionary positions off the table. Yeah, I can't do it. Oh man, I love you, Wings. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> love it, Wings. So the it, balls. So I'm thinking, like. I, what if, right, like she was on the edge of the bed and you were standing? That would be a lot like missionary, and you could get yes, that I done. Yeah, I could probably do it that way, yes. Yeah. But it wouldn't be comfortable. Because oh. then her legs got to go up. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a T-shirt with arrows pointing to the guy's shoulders, and it said <laughs> next to the, each of the arrows were labeled leg rests. So <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I should put that on my store. Um, make it yeah. make a part of your uh, your uncle line. <laughs> yeah, my uncle with benefits line. My wife no. hates that shirt more than anything. I hate it. I can see it now. You get it. You get a. You get you get the front of the shirt on the back of the shirt. You got like a big old certified stamp, like Woody Gamertag approved. <laughs> I remember my girlfriend once talking about weird shirts. You know, you call spirits liquor over here. Yes. And uh, yes. so they had yeah. a T-shirt that said liquor. She'll love it. Ah. Yeah. I made some uh, panties in my online store. It says lick it on it. Well, we did, <laughs> wait, wait. I think I'm the only one that answered the strangest place to have sex story. Yeah, but I, that was the way we were going to do it. My, <laughs> go ahead, Redneck. The, what strangest, you got? the strangest place. We was, we was on our way back through Georgia, and uh, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. There was nobody on the road, and it was just me and my wife at the time. And we both got really fucking horny. And so I was like looking for a place to park. And the first thing I saw was a cemetery. And my wife's like, no. I'm like, look, there's nobody's on watches. Come on. She's like, no. So I'll just whip it in the cemetery, get out. I'm like, come on. She's like, no. So it ended up about an hour later. We was doing it doggy style. She was laying over the cab, of, the cab of my truck, and we were standing in the back of the truck. Nice, <laughs> nice. I once did it in a station wagon. In uh, it was a school parking lot. I don't know if it was an elementary school or high school or what. I don't quite recall. But uh, but yeah, it was in the parking lot of a school. Yeah, Woody's over here risking that uh, chemical injection. Dude, we got caught yeah. by the police too. They um, like we were we were actually, you know, doing it right. And, uh, and the, the, like the, we didn't see the police pull up, but, you know, we saw the flashlight. And, and in retrospect, I think he'd had that planned out. I think he saw, like, the steamed up windows, and he's like, I'm going to sneak up and get a peek of this shit. And, uh, yeah, and it was me and her, 
in the in the shagging wagon doing our thing. Busted. <laughs> the shagging wagon. Yeah, that's what we called it. Showing his age. Yeah, it was my oh, father's man. car. Yeah, Woody actually knows what REO stands for. Oh, I used to. It stands for uh, it stands for REOs. Hmm. Oh, oh, uh, Kitty. Strangest place you've had sex? You know, Oldsmobiles? I don't know, man. Like, I've had a girl go down on me, like, in first class on a train in England. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, wait, wait. You're already doing pretty well, right? I'll tip my hat to you. I think you might have won. I don't know. Cemetery's no joke. But first class on a train. Yeah. I've had a girl go down on me on, like, a Ferris wheel. Um,. High-speed train, first-class carriage. You know, you should come up here to Myrtle Beach and have a girl go down on you on the sky wheel. I've done it while driving. Is, is that good? Or is yeah, that standard? I've done that. Yeah, that, I think that's most males. Yeah, most males want to fucking get on top, bitch. Let's drive. You know. <laughs> I think I think Logist six three one is behind the times. I think that, okay, no, the logistics, okay, so the hardest logistical fuck I've ever had was, I used to go, this is going to read into all these guys' fantasies, but it really wasn't this erotic. I used to go to a private boarding school for girls, and we were not allowed to have male visitors without them being uh, okayed by our housemistress, and we were not allowed guests. However, our beds were like storage boxes that you could lift out with a mattress on top. And I had a girl, my bedroom was above the housemistress's office, right? And I, no joke, had a girlfriend stay with me for seven fucking days, hiding in the bed, like, um, and we'd get her out in the morning, like, we'd put her in uniform and put, like, the straw boater on her so she could, like, get out. But every night... We would get her in, and then, like, there was one Saturday morning we'd slept in, and, like, we had to do, at 8.15, you had to be in your bedroom with your door open for room inspection. Well, she had slept in as well, so we hadn't got rid of her, so we just, like, fucking put her under the bed, like, and put, like, towels and blankets and shit on her, and, like, my uh, buddy next door, uh, Christina, she knew about it. So she brought all her blankets in, got her sister to bring her blankets in. But we got away with it. I had her live with me at a private boarding school for seven fucking days. Nice. <laughs> I think that's that. What, you know, in the room yeah. above the housemistress. That's high effort right there. It Holy was, shit. dude, man. I don't even know how we got away with it. I look at, like, how many inspections and shit we had to have. Like, every morning we had to wake up, like, ten minutes after the bell. Our door had to be open. For room inspection. And, like, if we didn't get her up in time, you know, we had two mornings where she was in that room while the room was being inspected. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It was a very strict school. Think Harry Potter. Without never seen Harry Potter. You've never seen Harry Potter? I don't watch movies and I've seen Harry Potter. Like, I really don't. I've never seen Twilight shit either. So, I've never I seen know. Twilight. I, I wonder yeah. what the whole deal is. Like, I I want to see Twilight just because I'm missing a cultural phenomenon. Like, everybody's seen Twilight. I I have to know about it. I've seen know. parts of the very first one, and it seemed like a fucking Disney with vampires. It does. I it seems seen. like 
Yeah, it is. I think. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Like they, they fucking like sparkle and shit. I'm like, this is gay as fuck, dog. <laughs> I, I see, but I'm. I've never seen the sparkle. I feel like I need to experience sparkling vampires. Halloween's Rent. coming. Not too late. Oh, oh, you know what? Before we move on to our next topic, I wanna, I wanna issue a toast. I wanna salute all the sexy nurses, Catholic schoolgirls. All the French maids that uh, that will be dressing like sluts for Halloween. Um, <laughs> you know, I bow down and, and tip my hat to you. You're you're a hero. Yeah, you know, girls, you're only going to be really hot for like six, eight years. Maximize that. Don't wear a lot. That's a my brunette. If you're around the Virginia Beach area, <clears throat> let me know. Tweet at me, and uh, I'll suggest some outfits and. Uh... I'll come see you with some candy. <laughs> <laughs> well played, oh, Kitty. <laughs> want some candy? Candy, little girl. <laughs> Somebody in the stream wrote, fuck gaming topics, this is so much more fun. <laughs> I have one topic left over to discuss this week. And I'm afraid to bring it up. It came from a subscriber, and it's so bad, I'm not sure it should even be on Painkiller already. Damn. Wow. Who wants to go first? I'm not sure I want to. Uh, Give me a heads up in the bubble, the chat. Yeah. I'm I'm so scared. (laughs) All right, all right, here goes. I'm, I'm dropping it in the Skype call so you guys know the question. Oh, God. Oh, I haven't even put it in there yet. She's just playing. (laughs) Oh, shit, dude. Uh, Woo! That's that's really easy. That's a really easy. To me, that's a no-brainer. All right, all right, all right. So here, I'll I'll throw out the question. Um, (laughs) All right, so this came from one of you guys. I hope that you... uh, Shame on you, subscribers. Yes, shame on you. This stuff would never come from me. Uh, Would you rather fuck a toddler or get fucked by your best friend? Has to be a guy friend. And uh, then he added that he thinks he knows what Kyle would go for. (laughs) So, uh, so, you know what? Since Redneck's ready, Wings, you go first. Would you rather fuck a toddler or get fucked by your best friend? Can I fuck like a midget that looks like a toddler? No, you're not not giving. You're receiving here. Well, can I get fucked by a midget that looks like a toddler? <laughs> That's your kink. I mean, who am I to say no? What you do on your privacy is, is your no, thing. It's not getting fucked by a toddler. It's fuck a toddler or get fucked by best friend. He's talking about gidget, the midget. Yeah, no, no. I, I, no, I think what... No, no, See, no changing. What I'm getting out of here, though, is, is not that, you know, Wings has uh, a problem with the toddler or whatever. It's that he has a kink that he wants to tell us about. And he's, he's asking for sort of a, approval. He's saying, can I get fucked by a midget? And yeah, Wings, I'm down, midget. You know, I'm pretty sure it says fuck a midget, but, you know. <laughs> it I'm says, would you rather? A midget. No, you want to fuck a <laughs> All right, um, let's go with Redneck. Are you going to uh, take it from your friend or give it to a toddler? Oh, man. Luckily, my friend's he's kind of short, so I just I couldn't do it with a toddler. I'd have to get oh. fucked by my friend. There's just no way. 
I'm with you. I think I would. I think I would take it too because uh, it almost seems like an act of kindness. It seems like the right yeah. thing to do would be to take it up the rear and uh, save the toddler that um, uh, you know the mental anguish that was going to come his way. Yeah. You know, speaking I'd... of all this, can a midget woman actually have babies? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I, I, actually, um, I was watching the I... X Factor, and there was a a, a a um a family where both mom and dad were little people. And they had, I want to say they had like three little people kids and one full sized, like one. Fully... As little people, is this the politically correct word? It is. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, I'm from the south. We use terms like retard, and midget, still. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Dang. I generally call people what they want to be called. Like that's that's usually a safe bet. So um. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not calling you Big Daddy, no matter how many times you ask me to call it you. Like. <laughs> In public, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! Awkward. So um, every, time I see, every time I see a midget, like, and I've I've seen quite a few of them in the past year. Every time I see a midget, I like elbow my wife. I'm like, porn star, and she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it just, it, we used to, I used to go to school with a midget named Jeremy Stevens. That motherfucker was strong as all hell, dude. I remember is he a I said, midget? "Yeah, he was a midget." He, he, I remember we had to do pull-ups in gym class. I was in gym class with him. He could do, he could do so many pull-ups, it was retarded. So he tried. He had like another kid climb on his back, and he was doing pull-ups with him too. Oh I'm my like, gosh! Bitch is so strong. Yeah. Oh, is that true of all midgets? I didn't think so. Well, he was strong as shit, though, at least. Yeah, because when you first started telling the story, I was like, oh, we're talking strength-to-weight ratio. Got it. But then when someone else jumped on his back, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. That's strong. All right, so Kitty, I I don't know. This question doesn't quite work with girls, especially no, gay girls, that. right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, If it's a guy, I'd still do it. Like, I'd still let the friend fuck me. I wouldn't yeah. touch a toddler. It would, it would take a lot for me to fuck a toddler. That's kind of weird. Yeah. And great, yeah. and like if it screamed, I'd have to knock it out, and that would be even worse. Yeah, and then it would wake up, and how awkward would that be when you have to explain, like, oh yeah, what? Well, yeah, I just knocked you out, and this is what happened, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be bad. The choking toddler. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Somebody oh. just put a uh, a new T-shirt design. I'm gonna post it in the in the chat and this is awesome i'm sorry for you guys driving in your car that can't see um during the live stream i teabagged my dog and i had to get a drink of water and i just you know stopped by the dog and teabagged a little bit and somebody made me a (laughs) t-shirt and i have got a monster pair of nuts i look like a bulldog or something that's uh i wish my real life nuts look like that they're bigger than my calves like, Looks like it's, your nuts are strangling the fucking dog's throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, it's me teabagging a dog with a, with a, oh my gosh, a sack that I would be proud of. You know, of. it looks, it, looks like a speed bag in slow motion. <laughs> it's like you take two toddlers' heads and hang them in a scrotum. <laughs> oh my god, it's like, <laughs> like a headhunter's bag. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm on the, I hope I get one of those shirts. <laughs> I don't wear it. <laughs> Uh, all right guys um i think it's been it's been over an hour so can you get your dick stuck to like something cold you need someone like you should get it it would have to be wet right 
Yeah, maybe you know it would, it would be a team effort, right? Like one guy would wet it and the other would put it on a something metal. That like would a do dog, it. an ice sculpture. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially All right. when you're digging uh, fucking an ice sculpture. Let's head into the post show. God, make it stop. Yeah. Things <laughs> <laughs> uh, said something about him wanting to fuck an ice sculpture. Do tell. <laughs> like, I thought cold things made the little winky dicks run away. Yeah, Wings, expand on this. You want to do an ice sculpture? I said imagine doing it. That shit would, like, rip the fucking skin off. Why no, would you imagine? I imagine it getting really smooth and kind of melted. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but it, the hole would get continually bigger, which is a problem, because I don't. I kind of hit size and <laughs> plateau from there. Or Trojan Magnus, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have never tried Trojan Magnums. It's one of the things I haven't bought. But, um, I could stick my head in a regular condom. I could stick my arm in a regular condom. Yeah. I have seen condom statues made that, that could hold a toddler in them, or at least a baby. I don't know what the Magnum thing is all about. <laughs> it's, it's about, it's about yeah. the base, pretty much. I mean, like a regular condom, I, it really cuts the blood flow off. Yeah, I get the same problem. Like, mine is just so fucking big. Like, you know... <laughs> I like to get the ribbed ones. Yeah, you, you know, it, you, you, know, know you, you wish me... I had a two-inch pinch. Look at <laughs> you, you know, in all seriousness, you know, the ribbed ones do nothing. My was like a safety rail for, like, old people on the toilet. <laughs> oh, man. Kitty, back me up here. Ribbed condoms do nothing, right? They, they, you can't feel it. Th- I don't see have no idea. You haven't... I, if you guys who are you know, getting ribbed thinking, oh my gosh, uh, you know this is going to be like insta pleasure. I don't need any I talent. It's going to be like speed bumps. Like I imagine the girls sitting there going. They're oh, hardly yeah. ribbed. You like you can yeah. you can hardly detect them. You know at all. And uh, I, I, the, like the seventeen year old version of me was like, oh, I'll get the ribbed, right? Because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But these rib things will make up for that. They'll be my compensation tool. And, and clearly, the girl will just go. Ballistic with pleasure because I have ribbed condoms and and it's gonna solve this problem. Ribs don't do shit. Trust me. No. The fire nice is hey, the bomb. Pro tip: uh. get the condoms with the extra spermicide. Fuck all that pleasure shit. You don't want no little babies running around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the pleasure is fucking putting the condom on, knowing you about to fuck. That's the pleasure. Fuck she all this. this fucking hurt going on too. No, I mean no, not the condom itself, but just knowing that. I'm just saying it fucking hurts going on. (laughs) All right. That was Painkiller Already, episode 69. I hope you guys liked it. Uh. Peace. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, The fucking beginning is the 